Please sit comfortably. Good evening, everyone. Um, I haven't had a chance to get my thoughts together much today to, to give a talk, so it's will be probably fairly brief. It's been a busy day. But a way in is some words from one of the koans in the Mumon Khan, the Gateful Scape. It's a comment from one of the koans. Students of the way do not know truth. They only know their consciousness up to now. This is the source of endless birth and death. The fool calls it the original self. The students of the way do not know truth. They only know their consciousness up to now. What that's referring to is um, how much we're so much caught in um, the habituated thinking and patterns of our life from the past and then we project them into the future and that's what we live in you know and within that habituation um, we, we, we live in what T.S. Eliot the poet calls certain certainties we've got this kind of narrow rigid idea of because that happens this will happen in the future and if it doesn't happen in the future then everything's terrible and we get caught up in all that sort of very kind of rigid, um, habituated way of being in the world. And Zen practice is always a way of, of breaking out of that habituation. <clears throat> and we all have many ways in which we may um, try to, to break out of the, the habituation of our life. Um, uh, but it's coming back to the ordinary, ordinariness of every moment. It's the way that we directly experience the orderliness of every moment breaks us out of that, that habituation into something which is um, live, alive and palpable. Some of the things I do in my life, and you may do things in your life too, that kind of are in a way of trying to break out of the habitual. Many of you know I go, I go sailing, for instance, and... Um, and uh, that's a way of trying to just be out in the, the sort of aliveness of nature and outside, you know, which is away from the unpredictable. And sometimes we do things to challenge ourselves, you know, so that we break out of habituated patterns. One of the things I noticed lately is I hadn't been offshore for some time, particularly with changing houses and so on. So I was just doing these safe journeys round into the river. And then there was one day... Um, last couple of weeks, a sort of blustery days with strong winds and rough seas outside and it was raining. And I had a little talk to myself and I said, harden up, cupcake, we're going out. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good. It was refreshing to be out there in the cold and the rain and, and it was somewhat unpleasant, but um, you feel alive, you know, when you're in those kind of circumstances. Or well, more recently, I started um, kayaking up the Lane Cove National River Park, you know, and, and uh, the experience of um, being out in nature there, do you know, and the gliding along the river, do you know, takes you out of the habituated kind of um, life that we're involved in. Sometimes it's um, painful and unpleasant too. <laughs> I had an experience last weekend where... Um, I went for a bushwalk with my dog in the nature reserve near us and I uh, should have known better because I got a warning the week before. But I was just standing there looking, waiting for the dog to catch up and then there was this whoosh, 
suddenly went past my ear and I got a pain on the, a, a bird pecked me on the oh. cheek. You know? And, um, and uh, so it's, it's that experience like that when you're just out in the wild, you know, and suddenly a, a bird attacks you. Like, it's like it's painful, but like, whoa, it, you know, it really wakes you up to the aliveness of, of life. I went back to Diana and I said, guess what happened? I was walking through the woods and I got a peck on the cheek from a passerby. <laughs> and it wasn't a very amorous one. And then I showed her the blood trickling down, the, down the, the cheek. So that's a painful experience, but it's a kind of experience where it's like, boom, just this, like this, just this whoosh, and then boom. And um, there are experiences like that. If you, uh, Zen practice opens you to meeting the unexpected when it occurs, you know, when you're alive to whatever occurs. But there's some dramatic examples. The other thing that practice is about is just being able to see um, what we might refer to in language like Buddha nature or the suchness of life or, or the aliveness, the real, the real alive life um, in the ordinar- ordinariness of everyday life and to break through into that. It's always a a breaking through into just this, you know, just this each time, rather than that habituated sort of um, pale cast of thought, as Shakespeare put it, you know, um, which is pale because it's pale in comparison to the the richness and the colour and the the vibrancy of real life. And in practice, there there are little practices or little poems which are called gutters, or gutters, um, which are little reminders to, to bring us into um, everyday life again. And the, 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 uh, the themes may be, for example, getting out of bed, using the toilet, washing my hands, stepping into the shower, stepping out of the shower, drying my body, brushing my teeth, brushing my hair. Every little moment of our life is a moment where it become, becomes alive to just just that brushing the teeth, you know, just that combing the hair, you know, just walking out the door. And yet when we're caught up in the pale cast of thought, it's something that we ignore when it's right there in front of us. But here's some, here's some um, gathers, um, a couple from Dogen, about bringing us back to the ordinariness of everyday life. So we see it in a, in a clearer way. Taking my toothbrush in hand, I vow with all beings fully to realise the subtle dharma and at once attain purity. Um, or this one. When I brush my teeth, I vow with all beings to have the eye teeth to conquer demons and bite through all afflictions. <laughs> um, Thich Nhat Hanh has a couple of lovely ones here too. Preparing to enter the shower, I vow with all beings to wash off the last residue of thoughts about being pure. (laughs) Preparing to enter the shower, I vow with all beings to cleanse this body of Buddha and go naked into the world. They're little reminders of how just the ordinary everyday things that we do in everyday life are points where we can wake up and where we, where we experience the liveness of just this moment. Mm-hmm. And that's the language Zen teachers 
so often come back to all the time, you know, only this, just this, just this moment, just this um, pain, you know, just this laughter, just this sadness, just this walking. If we can come back to that each time, that's where we find um, the liveness and vibrance in our life. And it's always challenging if we live in our head and our thinking, you know, particularly non-functional thinking that just goes round and round in circles, you know, and goes nowhere. It just dulls everything, you know. And then our life does kind of feel boring and stale, not because it actually is, but it's because it's a mind-created condition. Life is not boring. Only our minds make it boring. We just practice our practice principles. Thank you.